0: Kia welcome to the Invisible Sensei podcast. This is a podcast about my experiences as a martial artist, as a student, as a teacher, as someone who from time to time has stubbed their toes on the problems of the world and kind of gone, what am I doing this for? Please take time to check out the link in the description. It will take you to our YouTube channel and also to our profiles on social media, which you're most welcome to check out and contact us on. We also have a wonderful merch shop where you can grab cups and a couple of other things if you're wanting to support the podcast or if you're wanting to support it more directly, we have a link that you can do that also. Either way, enjoy the podcast, thanks so much for tuning in, and keep training, keep smiling, keep enjoying, and most importantly, keep developing. I've been very lucky, while I've been doing this podcast, to interview some incredible martial artists, and even outside of doing the podcast and pre-post and during the podcast, I've trained with some people that just blown my mind in terms of how these men and women have created a practice and a discipline and gone to great lengths to become what I would call lifetime practitioners. There's a couple of things that I think are commonalities in people at this level and that's what I kind of want to talk about today I suppose, a couple of musings, a couple of reflections. I find the commonalities with people who are at the top of their game is as follows: One, they usually have an excellent sense of humour, especially around themselves, a kind of a self-depreciating sort of thing. And they keep things in perspective. Two, they have more going on in their life than the martial art that they practice. And I think that it's very easy for people to become defined by what they do, especially if people aspire. Like, I've had people who've really aspired to become sensei or to get to a level where people are calling them sensei because of what they believe comes with that title the idea that other people will respect you and do what you tell them to and follow you and listen to your thoughts and all the rest of that seems really appealing and I think it seems really appealing too when there's something missing in that person and that sounds really harsh but I think that if your or if my opinion of myself depends upon the ability of other people to listen to what I say and for them to nod their heads and go, hi, Sensei, and for some reason, that's what sort of fills my cup, then maybe martial arts is not the thing that I should be doing. As I said, they also have a great sense of humor and a sense of humor is, I think, really important. And a lot of the work that I've done And for those of you who listen to this podcast, you know that I've done quite a bit of work uh, with men in terms of family violence and things like that as a counsellor and as a worker. And what i found with people who work in that area too is a sense of humour. Now I don't mean that in the sense that they take the job lightly or sort of have a bit of a joke about it, but they are able to find the humour in certain situations and especially with regards to themselves. And I think the sense of humor allows people to take a little bit of a mental break because in martial arts, hierarchy tends to be quite pronounced, especially in some forms of martial art. And I think it's really easy if you have that personality type, and I mean I've been that personality type, it's always really nice when people say yes sensei, no sensei, this and that, and it's always really cool, and it kind of it's easy to sort of let that start going to to start going to my head and the problem with it going to my head is there's a lot of room in there for expansion so my head does slightly expand. but I think it's important to keep it in perspective. you know titles and all these sorts of things um, are really are really lovely um, but I think that if I start becoming defined by what I do, and start seeing what I what I practice as who I am, that's when the problem kind of starts. And this sort of thing of taking it way too seriously and losing balance, and more importantly, losing perspective, tends to kind of creep in. Um, I, you know, I've been a martial artist for a long time, you know, but not as long as others, longer than others and, and shorter than some. And I've gone through different stages of believing. <laughs> that I was some kind of superhero and being proved wrong on so many occasions. And I think it also comes with the territory because we we're, if we're being honest, we're looking at a systemized form of violence or a systemized form of anti-violence. And I know for me, if I focus on violence too much, if I focus on whether I'm effective and is this going to work on the street, it actually just gets bloody depressing because I'm losing the focus on the art. and You know, like a lot of my training is done by myself. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're doing, you're practicing a martial art like karate, maybe in terms of judo, aikido, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, those sort of martial arts, you know, re- Olympic wrestling, you, you're really lucky in that you're practicing with a partner, oh gosh, what, 98% of the time, and you get that instant feedback. With doing a martial art like karate, it's all based around, well at least for me, it's based around Kata, which is done a lot of times in a solo sort of fashion, and you know, am I getting, a, am I becoming a, a better fighter, am I able to to knock over a group of ninja trying to um, steal the ancient jewels of, of invisible senseihood? <laughs> You know, those sort of things it just kind of gets tiresome and I think it's kind of an argument that chases its own tail I've started to focus less on violence on whether I'm going to be effective and started to focus more on how I feel um, James Pankovic Sensei of the Asato Dojo talks about the idea of as opposed to self defence health defence and I kind of like that for me my martial arts is part of a a daily ritual, a daily routine that which makes me hopefully able to do the things that you know you do in a day you know you do your job you do chores you know you have a coffee with your partner you talk to your kids you do what you need to do in a normal day the idea for me is that as an energy source and a filter by which I can be better at the things which are really important in the scheme of things when you meet these high-ranking people they tend to have some balance and be able to keep things in perspective. I had an excellent conversation the other day with a uh, senior yunanchi here in New Zealand, and she was just... We talked about a range of different things. I wasn't just talking about karate. We talked about life and relationships and, and, and just interesting interesting things which related to us as people, and she is by far and away my senpai. But what I really enjoyed was that we talked about more than just kicking and punching and kato and bunkai and throwing and (laughs) all that sort of stuff. We actually met and spoke as human beings and I think that's what I look for in terms of my friendships, especially around martial arts and martial arts may be the thing that brings us together but I think that our lives as human beings and our experiences are what kind of make life interesting and give the garnish to life. Always worries me when the only thing that we have in common is also the only thing that we talk about. I think it's a little bit of a warning bell in that whilst I appreciate the passion and the focus I guess I see martial arts when I was younger I was a total fanatic but these days I like to think that martial arts gives me a perspective on things and gives me a way of I guess looking at my own energy levels and give me something to focus on so that when i move away from that focus i can focus on other things i have a feeling that i was they would call it adhd these days but when i was a kid they called it hyperactive and a function of my anxiety at times is a hyper focus on specific things and i know when i'm getting hyper focused that i need to have to step back and take a look at what's actually going on in my whole life and I think that when you meet these people who have these wonderful sense of humour, you will find no better, more focused martial artist than when they're on the dojo floor. They are on the dojo floor, they are practising, they are sweating, they are formulating and they are creating right in front of you and they take it very, very seriously. And The juxtaposition to that is not taking themselves that seriously. And being able to recognise that sometimes, you know, the... I guess the approbation that kind of comes with sitting at a certain level is kind of just you know it's just really just white noise really and not to be taken too seriously. I think they also realise that if they see themselves in terms of uh, that being where they get their sense of themselves then yeah that's not that's not great. And being able to sit down and relate to people not just through the martial arts but in terms of shared life experiences or being genuinely curious about people who don't come from the same place as you or don't have the same experience as you. I think that's the true treasure of martial arts. Um, again, my friend Sensei James Pankovitch, name drop, talks about martial arts being a way of bringing people closer together. But I also think that when you bring people closer together through the martial arts, the last thing you do actually connect on is the martial artist, that may be the catalyst, but it's certainly not the end result. So yeah I guess for me what I wanted to talk about was don't be frightened to have a broader view, don't be frightened to be more than the martial art that you do and don't look for yourself in the martial art that you do, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to be a little bit wider, a little bit wiser, a little bit more self focused. And I guess not to think less of myself, but to think of myself less and be really interested in the people that I meet because that's where the true riches of life are. In these these martial arts you know, we focus on all these external applications and so on and so forth, but have a think about the person who's behind that application and the opportunity you get in your training to meet people who may be able to share an experience with you that may enrich your life Not because they can kick, punch or grapple, but because they might bring something to it that you have no experience of. And that's why being a martial artist and having a sense of humor and being more than the art that you practice is so very, very important.